Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. In the last 12 months, something unexpected was inflicted on the world. It affected millions, maybe even billions. Many thought it would be over long before it, it actually was. And just when you think there's hope, the suffering continued. But we've got through it together in communities, families, and by looking out for each other. But now finally, in April 2021, we can say, RuPaul's Drag Race season 13 is over! (laughs) Finally! Uh, (laughs) That really... I was thinking about what we're going to say in this finale recap and stuff, and obviously there's a lot... I just feel like there's been quite a lot of filler this season. (laughs) name and it's Elliot with two T's um, <laughs> but no I mean we've enjoyed the season there's been ups and downs but Jesus Christ has it been long and we usually like it long but I mean it's really pushed the limits of how long we like it really uh four months is a long time to be watching the same queens <laughs> it really is and, and especially so many weeks where none of them went home and yeah. when so many times it should have been candy but um, yeah. should we should we we got to the finale finale we're finally there and shall we rate it with a system that we like to call a special 10 out of 10 rating system uh pa- patented united queendom patented podcast uh, rating system i'm gonna give it an eight eight generous i'm mm-hmm. gonna give it a it's tricky i'm gonna give it a six because oh. it, it was very entertaining for a while and then i think it got very disappointing but um, we'll get to that, but starting with disappointing, we start off with a performance from RuPaul <laughs> to her I classic felt, felt like... hit song, New Friends Silver, Old Friends Gold. I mean, we all know all the words to that one. You can't go to a wedding or a funeral without that song being played. Well, I was doing, I was doing the moves uh, because we all know them. It's just, it's like steps. Um, and uh, I just, <laughs> I felt like I was watching an episode of AJ and the Queen. And it should have been cancelled like AJ and the Queen. I mean, we've never seen Rue move that much. And it still wasn't a lot. I mean, you could kind of hear the hips creaking. So I think maybe she needed a, a little bit of an oiling up, which may be why she's been fracking so much. I don't know. To get for those achy, achy hips. It was just a bit like, um, it was a bit like, you know, when Mariah really dials it in and she just like shuffles about on the stage because she can't be bothered. It was a bit like that. But I think because obviously Rue doesn't, get her legs out much and um oh does she doesn't do many dance moves but i just i just think it's funny but i, I just think i just think it's funny because you know if if you were to critique that you'd be like what the fuck was that that is not good enough for a final so in fairness we're joking Rue obviously is a 60 year old man and oh. is being in drag is painful so anytime she wants to show up it's impressive. We don't expect her to be back flipping around. But to be honest, in previous finales, she's just kind of lip synced a little bit and let the dancers do the work. And I think that would be better because, I mean, never mind Mariah Carey. It was more like, you know, when your auntie reluctantly gets up on the dance floor at the wedding and just does a little shuffle. Just... <laughs> do you know what? I, can I just say, I actually, I actually, I, quite, I did quite enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad you did it. I've watched it twice. And, um, and to be honest with you, like I have said before, it felt like I was watching an episode of AJ and the Queen, and I fucking loved AJ and the Queen, so um, there we go. I like 
say Jane the Queen too, but it's funny the audience were outside the auditorium. I think after that performance, they were like, glad to keep their distance, really. They don't want to be near Rue when she they, drops they were, <laughs> they, were glad, they were glad they were in their cars, they could just drive off. <laughs> well, I think that the crowd kept thinning through the, um, throughout the episode, but I don't know why they kept cutting to them. Do we really need to be keep reminded of seeing these people freezing their asses off outside? <laughs> we, want you to, we want you to vote by speeding off into the distance. Vote with your wheels. Yeah, drink drive off into the night. Um, but can I, from the um, negative to the absolute positive, can we talk about these finale looks, which yep. I think were one of the best runway displays we've ever seen in Drag Race history. I may be using hyperbole mm. here, but I thought, especially, obviously, Got Mick and Simone just absolutely knocked this out of the park. Mm, they really um, did. So we'll do a bit of a hit or a shit. And first up yeah. is the black and white looks. Yeah. Sam, what did you think of Got Mick doing her pinhead look uh it was amazing i love hellraiser it was like a cenobite look and um she shaved her head for it and it was fucking incredible actually i'm a big massive sci-fi fan anyway and this is obviously sci-fi horror and um it was a great reference and she just looked fucking amazing amazing reference we give it a hit then it's fair to say hit 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 I've never seen Hellraiser. It would. So I didn't know it was sci-fi. I thought it was just pure horror. Is it more like? It is. Uh, it's sort of. It's it's science fiction horror because it's like they're all, they're aliens from like a different dimension, and you know, and there's a lot of body horror in it. Lots of poking and skin splaying. It's not very nice. <laughs> I remember but, when I was young and in Blockbuster, which is how young it was. When you yes, and you always see the front cover with a pinhead. Yeah, always, and I used to cover. just be scared just of the front cover. So even without seeing the film, this was embedded in my memory. So <laughs> she did it so amazing. What a reference! What a look! Hit, hit, hit! Yeah, hit, hits across the board, babes. A surprise hit for me. Candy in her BLM dress, I thought, was the best she's ever looked. It was beautiful. Chic, uh, well executed. Obviously, great message. Um, yeah. Yeah, where was this candy all season? Where was this candy in the Beast runway? I don't know, but it's here mm. now. <laughs> Gotta got give her credit where it's due. Yeah, um, yeah. So, Rosé did kind of a nod to My Fair Lady in black and white. What did you make of this? Um, I have to say I liked all of the black and white looks. Uh, they were all hits for me. I think they're all fantastic. And um, this one was really good as well. Uh, obviously, the reference was great. But one one thing is that a lot of them did struggle to walk. <laughs> and she... And and she was struggling to walk at this bit. I think. If you can't walk in it, is it? A... You look a bit. You look a bit silly. I think. Well, you know, obviously she's struggling to walk anyway. She's injured her ankle. Ah! Uh, oh no! No, I feel mean. <laughs> what? Did, how did she do it? Well, apparently she had her legs up in the air while Denali was eating her ass. <laughs> Uh, she didn't say it, presumably fucking twisting around all the time, spinning on that bloody stage. But um, I have to say, regardless of the ankle um, and her not being able to walk in it, there's something, I think you've said it before in the season, Sam, like, Rosé, it feels like, you know, she's, the dress is wearing her, not she's wearing the dress. Yeah, yeah. And she just felt like it just didn't feel comfortable. And for that reason, I agree with you, all the black and white looks were great, but I think because the other three were better than Rosé, I'm going to give her a shit. Because I have to give her one shit. But she did still look good, admittedly. It was not bad. She looked amazing. I mean, if it was, if this was like a normal runway look, like as part of the series, you'd be like, oh my God, gagged. Oh, definitely. But when you're up against Simone and Gottmik, and in mm. fact, even Candy in this category, mm. if you look worse than Candy, you've got to get shit in my book. Um, yeah. So, I mean, for me, after seeing Gottmik, I was like, Gottmik's the best in this category. But then Simone came out and I was like, fuck me. She looked 
breathtaking. I, I know. It was just incredible. The huge wig sort of like sort of like an afro sort of shape. It's sort of, it was very obviously like it was quite two dimensional, which I loved as well. Like really like different. I just I thought it was incredible, isn't it? Well you like two Ds, I've heard that. I'd like to <laughs> especially at once. <laughs> well, um apparently people are saying that they think this is the biggest wig that's ever been worn on drag race, which I can't think of one bigger apart from maybe Lady Bunny in the the roast challenge. And um oh. I have to give a shout I don't know why I'm giving a shout out, it's not my wig but <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys thanks for the wig guys i mean thanks to wigs that wigs are us on old compton street <laughs> well you know uh, season 12 finalist gg good who's obviously friends with simone she made all these wigs and i just think it's unbelievable that she made all these amazing wigs gg good made simone's wigs well, like, pretty much all her wigs worn in this finale and most of them in the season she made so oh wow that's incredible she's very very talented and i mean she was amazing on her season but it seems like we don't even know all her talents, so... I wonder how much she charged for that big that big old wig, that massive one. Well, she probably did it for free, because they're like sisters, aren't they? Uh, oh, well, I don't, but that's a lot of work. <laughs> I, guess she was a, I guess she was in lockdown. I should do what I do, which is make out it's free till the day before the finale, and then slap the invoice. Be like, well, you're not going to find anyone else now, are you? <laughs> she had an extra on, she fucked. You're absolutely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Really, really kind, I think. Sisterly. The next category is red all over. So, um, Gottmik came out in a. I mean, I, I don't know a lot about art, but Keith Herring, she says, is a reference, and I have no reason to believe she's lying. Uh, what did you make of this? Well, it's um, it's also very David Bowie, and obviously that is the look. And um, I just, I just loved it. I thought it was, um, I thought it was beautiful. Actually, I thought she, she was just, she just. It's just really incredible artistry, I think, uh, again, and, you know, the wig and everything. It's just, I mean, I just can't, I can't fault Gottmik, sorry. Um, I definitely give it a got hit. Um, oh. But I think out of all Gottmik's looks, which were exemplary, am I saying uh-huh. that right? This was her weakest, but still yeah. her weakest is better than other people's best. So she's yeah. incredible. Oh. Um, I was torn about Candy. So she comes out in like red leather. She's got her headphones on. She's got a little nod to her entrance look with the pursed boombox, which was cute. I think I just about give it a hit because she looks good. And but it wasn't. I am gonna give it a full blown shit. Um, it's it's dreadful. She looks like um a boiled ham in a bag. Um, like I don't understand what I don't understand that. The stupid headphones just don't work on the tiny little... Uh, no, it's ridiculous. It's being banshee. It's her brand, isn't it? To be a bit like music, like street and everything. She just looks shit. She looks like she looks like an old hooker extra from uh, Pretty Woman. <laughs> I take that as a compliment. Um, what did you make of... So for me, the big full-blown shit was to Rosé. Her red tree was... I didn't think it was flattering. Oh, oh yeah, that's another thing. Sorry about um, about Candy, the unflattering. I mean, I don't know, like like the boob piece, like the breasts looked awful. They just looked like um, like a like a like a little fat boy that you see at school, like would squishing his boobs together. And um, and Candy's never about... done good breasts, has no, she? And, and usually, they're... big queens use breasts quite yeah. well. And then when you're still, when you go onto Rose, oh my god, talk about... unflattering isn't even the word. How how. How someone who's quite sporty can look and and who is padding can pad themselves up to look like they've got a really horrible fat ass, not even a nice shapely bum. Like it just just looks terrible. 
she's never really got silhouette throughout the season. She's no. always been creating really weird square shapes. And like, yeah. as you said, she's always had a quite masculine jaw, which looks good out of drag, but she doesn't make her, like, contour it well. She doesn't dress it well. And then, to be honest, Kamara Hall made a hotter tree than Rose. Yes, yes. Just And, 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 and they only used her face. <laughs> and her nipples. Um but the, the best of this category for me undoubtedly was Simone with her blonde piggy tails and the hands, which again, Gigi did um, coming out. I just thought she looked so cute. It's so fresh. It's so unique. Hit. Yeah, 100%, 100% hit for Simone. I mean, like, God, just absolutely breathtaking. Everything that she liked. And, and her walk and the nails, the hangnails. I mean... Yeah, definitely. Again, I'm getting I'm getting some Dragula vibes from this and from um from Gotnik Cenobite um outfit, but like it's really it's just it's just so it's just so unique, isn't it really? Did you clock that Simone's dress was made out of nails as well? So it was like yeah. Um no, not until you just said <laughs> I didn't I saw it on Reddit. It wasn't very clear, so I would have maybe if I did something that cool wanna make it obvious, but yeah. Uh, even finding it after just makes an already good look even better. Yeah. And then we have the Best category, which is the finale, Eleganza, Extravaganza. So, got Mick coming out in this. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it is out from another world. It's fucking incredible. Oh, my God. It's like sci-fi. It's gold skeleton. It's got a heart. It's like, it might be one of my favourite looks of the whole season. It's so fucking beautiful. It's 100% my favourite look of the whole season. It is, you just, you just can't, I just, you know, just so, <laughs> I'm practically speechless. It just looks, um... Yeah, like you said, there's, there's so many, like, there's so many references. Obviously, there's references to sci-fi and, you know, and, and, like, old-fashioned, like, dresses, big, massive dresses from, like, you know, Tudor times and stuff. It's just fucking incredible. And the shape as well, the shape of the cinching and the padding. Oh, my God, it's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, she can't walk very well, but who cares? But then to compare her to Rosé, she, again, always is wearing the dress. It doesn't, she doesn't feel swallowed up by it. And she's so no. small. That could easily happen, like it did to Angina and Allstars. But she just seems to still get the proportions just right. And she's always, like, in control of it. And I just uh -huh. think it's a hit. Absolute 100%. hit. Yeah. Um, again, I was torn a bit on Candy. Uh, the dress was probably torn. But um, her peacock <laughs> gown... Um, uh, I thought it, it was kind of fabulous, but I think it also kind of looked kind of cheap. So I really don't know what what to do about that. Um, the headpiece was amazing, but the rest of it was awful. Um, it just looks like ruffles, and then she turns to the side and she looks like a wheel of brie. I mean, it's the whole thing is just it's just a big it's just a big cheap mess. No, shit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say just a hit. Just about, but I'm on the fence. Yeah. Um, and then Rose comes out. She's the Queen of Scotland, which I didn't get really get the reference because I didn't know she was. Scottish. No, I mean I. I hadn't like. I mean, she just hasn't said it enough in the series. I don't think. I think four months and like. I mean, if we heard a peep of her Scottish accent, maybe once, but like that's it. Maybe once, maybe yeah. an untucked once, but like if you're gonna make that a finale look, I think you kind of have to bring it up, give it some background, because otherwise we're left scratching our heads. Yeah. Um, like, why Scotland? Um, but I will say, <laughs> in a Scottish accent, I'll give this a fucking hit. Yes, I give it a hit as well. Um, I think the colours aren't right, but, um, you know, it's it's gaudy, it's glam, it's it's great. But like, again, when you when you put that up next to Got Mix, it just looks like a piece of shit. 
Well, I just think Rose is not doing something with her face. Like, she, mm. she seems to have got more masculine looking. I don't know. I know. I feel like she's got some sort of five o'clock shadow. Maybe her foot, like, stopped her from doing her shaving properly. <laughs> Well, it's definitely stopped her lip syncing properly, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Simone, another undoubted hit coming out as like half armor, half goddess. Bit- that was amazing. Oh, God. Again, sci fi. I'm just loving the fucking sci fi. Yeah, Medusa Wigger is also a bit like reminiscent of um, Hala from um, Thor Ragnarok, you know, Kate Blanchett. I haven't seen that either. Um, yeah, it's like it's it's got it's got real Thor vibes because it's like the the whole armor thing, the hair thing. I mean, it's just it's just incredible. Again, it did um did did you good make this wig as well? I think so. Yeah. So it's another hit for Simone and for Gigi. You get a hit, Gigi. Yeah. Well done, Gigi. Hit. <laughs> Credit where it's due. Um, but I have to say, Drag Race squeezed every last penny out of these bitches. I mean, they've already done a whole longest season of all time with all these looks, and then they're like, oh, for the finale, can you come up with five more looks? Because it's so sweet. Oh then there's two lip sync looks. <laughs> and they're in a pandemic. And they're just like, they must be broke. <laughs> I know. I like Rose her and... ankle. She needs assurance money. She's probably throwing herself <laughs> down in Target trying to do that. I think, I think it's, cra- it's also crazy because they um they're on for like a second like like i mean like the the first those the first two for example you've like they literally whip them out so quickly I th- that's why i think it's a bit of a shame that it wasn't obviously live but they they could have like come on walked about a bit i mean there's a lot going on in those in all of those looks and some of them are stunning and they come on for like a second it's ridiculous I know some of them are going to be overlooked when people think of amazing looks mm. but they they were some of the best looks we've seen and they're just like flashing it just flashing it yeah. Usually like a flash, but um, so <laughs> then this time, someone else who maybe had run out of money in the pandemic is RuPaul because she comes out in a very <laughs> underwhelming finale dress. <laughs> I have to say, I loved it. I loved it. I thought she, I thought she looked beautiful. Maybe she wanted just a cute, nice dress to like l- let the others have their moment. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, you, you know, I mean, she's she's already. She's already stolen the limelight with that stellar performance at the beginning of the show. So there's there's no there's no need. <laughs> I mean, everyone else might as well just go home after that. I mean, we've seen... It was, it was downhill after... It's like watching Lady Gaga and then seeing Banana Rama, you know? <laughs> I thought you like... Honor, you hate Banana Rama, don't you? No, I love Banana Rama. But they're not really the same as Lady Gaga, let's be honest. I mean, even I will put my hands up and say that. Banana Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Banana... Do you know what my, my favourite album of uh, Banana Rama is? Do you know what it's called? Um, wow. No, it's called Drama. Banana Rama Drama. <laughs> <laughs> and we get Jada Essence Hall coming out uh, to be the host for Outside, which I don't really think we needed any of these bits, to be honest. No, cut! <laughs> Please cut. And and also, Jada, I don't think this is her forte, and she keeps sticking her tongue out like she's Miley Cyrus at the VMAs, and I'm just like, put it away, we don't want to see it. Mm, no, we don't want to see your forked tongue. Although I will say, she never once through the episode says, Look over there! And I am very God. tired of her saying that, so I'm pleased, even I keep saying it. Yeah. But um, I'm glad she didn't, so Jada, props to your mama. Well done, honey. You didn't you didn't shove it down our throats one last time. <laughs> and that is what she said. Also I do I did like with the with the thing with the car bits, I did like the fact that they had made it look quite cool. They'd like they've all got um neon on them and stuff the cars I and mean, it's not it's not like fucking it's not like a, a redneck jamboree it looks really cool 
<laughs> well, yeah, it did look fun. I would like to have been there, but I don't think we needed that many clips of it. I mean, we're at the end of a very long marathon of a season. Let's just get through this. Please. <laughs> Instead, what we get next is four highlights packages. It's like, Jesus, oh, do we yeah. need to see any more clips? Um, but we see Goss- Got Mixed Best Bits, and then we get an interview with her, which is like the fifth interview Rue's done with her in the last three episodes. <laughs> yeah. um, and Rue says, I didn't expect to enjoy you this much, which... Did you? F- that was quite shady, wasn't it? Um, well, do you know we have talked about this on this very podcast? The one of the reasons why she loves her so much is because she was surprised how much I think she was. I don't think RuPaul wanted to have um, her on the show, and she was convinced. And um, and because she started off feeling like mm, you're like you're just, just you know you're you're just a token. I think she was just surprised by quite how amazing she's been. Yeah, I, I think so too, and I think we all had that. I mean, not because of the trans storyline, but more because of the being just a makeup artist. I think I wasn't expecting to like Got Make, and she's really turned it around and won our hearts. But then oh, it's, a bit, it's still a bit of a backhanded compliment to say to someone, I didn't think I was going to like you. Like, I don't like when people say that. But um, <laughs> Do people say that to you? People do say that to me quite a lot. Like, oh, he's trying to annoy him, but you're fine now. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> anyway, enough about my parents. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we get a, speaking of annoying, we get a message from Paris Hilton, um, which I thought it was cute that she did that, but I thought it would have been fun if she'd done a bit of a switch between her real voice and her Paris voice. It's like a little... Yeah, What? which one was that? Which one was what? Which one was she using? <laughs> she used her Paris voice for this tape. Oh, right, yeah. I haven't seen the documentary, so I don't think I've ever heard Paris's normal voice, but I remember the news... I've heard her normal voice. Her normal voice is quite nice, actually. Yeah, well, she's quite like meant to be quite smart and eloquent, isn't she? Eloquent! Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. then she does that... <laughs> yeah. um, but I like the... She flashes that boss eye at you. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that Gottmik did not care at all about this message. Like Usually the queens are like, oh my god, I can't believe they did that! And Gottmik's just like, yeah, I know her. It's like she just got a, just got a WhatsApp. It's like <laughs> honestly, they are all done. They are done. They just want to get home, like us. Um, she gets a message from her parents and find out that her dad watches her roast on repeat, which I bet Utica's mm. parents don't do. Unless they... my my dad loves watching me get roasted. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I can understand. So he's on Pornhub a lot then. I bet. Oh yeah, big time. Did you think, um, I thought that Got Mick's dad looked a bit like MAGA, a bit Make America Great what? Again, so I was... <laughs> um, they looked like um, they had money from the size of that fireplace. <laughs> God, that is so you to notice that. <laughs> um, they probably paid for all these fucking outfits, so no wonder they support if they want a return. Yeah, and um, they, you know what, I liked their support, they liked the fact they were so supportive, they seemed lovely actually. Yeah, very cute. Um, so we get Candy. Candy's highlights package includes her Snatch Game, which I think shows how few highlights she had in the season, but they have to mm. include... And, and, and some old les- <laughs> Yeah, and some old lesbian as well comes on. Who's the old lesbian? Oh, sorry, that's Candy's mum. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that she says, We love that you've got on the RuPaul. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, somebody who clearly doesn't watch the show or hasn't watched it the whole season either, even though Candy's on it. She was put off by one of the contestants, and it was actually Candy. (laughs) 
she's asked about the fact to me about Tamisha, and she says, "We've not spoken since the show. That wasn't long ago, but I don't give two shits about that anymore." So it feels like the tension is still there, doesn't it? Isn't it a little mm. bit? Yeah, well, I hope so. But Sam, I know you don't want me to spring questions on you, but a pop quiz question. Oh God. What did Tamisha say? <laughs> she said, she said she said what she said and she said what she said <laughs> I can't believe you remember what she said but yes you're right it was what she said <laughs> great memory there <laughs> ah, oh what did she end up but then wasn't um she it was classic, classic um, drag race queen who's like, look, I just don't want to be defined by that one thing um, by the time I called her arrogant and then releases a song called Arrogant and all about, basically all about saying how she was arrogant. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> oh, God, we had this on All Stars 5 with India Ferrer. I don't want to be known <laughs> as the girl who Mimi I'm First picked up. And then the song, Mimi I'm First Pick Me Up. <laughs> <laughs> to Rosé um, again Rue's interviews with Rosé are always a little bit awkward I think um, but Rue brings up the Scottish thing says the only thing she can say is Lawrence Cheney oh that was really nice I liked that yeah and Rosé had a good comeback mentioning Ellie Diamond so yeah. it's funny because season 13 often got unfavourably compared to our Drag Race season 2 but mm. it seems they can't stop mentioning it even themselves so mm. yeah that is good and, um, and also I was um I was quite surprised by the fact that because you know when um you know when Americans say oh yeah I'm Irish when you know their great grandparents are Irish and like nobody speaks with an Irish accent so I assumed that that Rosé talks about being Scottish all the time that the parents weren't going to actually be strong Scottish they have really strong accents don't they strong Scottish accents yeah oh I thought they all sounded American. What? Oh, wait, no, that, yeah, no, her brother sounded just like her. No, her, her brother sounded like, and, and clearly as much of a show-off. Clearly as much of a gay, I mean, I don't want to speculate about someone's personality, um, sexuality, but did we think he's gay or not? I mean, I think he's hot. He is hot. First of all, I thought that it was Rosé's boyfriend, and then um, and then I found it was a brother, so clearly they fucked, do you know what I mean? In um, Scotland, brother and boyfriend can be one and the same, trust me. Aye, aye, they stick. They, they stick these sit on that fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> While Lawrence Cheney watches. Yeah, that wasn't that was that wasn't a that was that wasn't a deep that wasn't a deep fried Mars bar they pulled out of his ass. Believe me. What I love was that his brother had that silver bit of beard. I think mm. that's so hot. And then when he was parading around in his shorts, I just thought. I just kind of was turned on, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but I want to know if anyone knows. Let us know. Is Rosie's brother gay, straight? Well, was that was that the sister, or was it the boyfriend's? Was it the brother's girlfriend? Well, honey, no one was looking at the woman. Were they? I thought it was I mean, Rosie's boyfriend. Rosie's boyfriend. That's what I thought. It, not Rosie's brother. Yeah. Um. Really? But they they looked identical. No, it was his brother. I think it was his brother. I think it was his brother, but I thought it was his brother's girlfriend, actually. And sorry for the Scottish um, impressions, Moon. I know you're Scottish. That was offensive. I love him. Good. It's a bit late late for apologies about your your Scottish accent, babes. Not being funny. Four months too late. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be apologising for your Australian soon, Sam. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's going to be like Gavin Kim do it, I tell you. Go on. 
Oh, oh shit, while we're on that, we should mention. So, as of next week, from Sunday mornings in the UK, I'm not sure what's happening internationally, Sunday mornings in the UK, Drag Race Down Under will be on iPlayer from 9am, and we will be releasing our episodes every Monday, as we always have. But instead of season 13, we'll be doing Drag Race Down Under as of next Monday. So, join us then to hear some of this from Sam. Oh, come on, mate. Don't take the piss. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, please, if you're Australian, bear with us. You put me on the spot there again. Oh, fuck you. Um, we get Simone's package. Ooh, and then she, an interview where she reveals she got a message from Rihanna, who is always DMing Queens. No wonder she never releases a new album. She's too busy bloody messaging yeah, exactly. all the drag race people. Yeah, who mentioned her. And of course, of course, I'm going to mention Rihanna. So she just sits there watching, watching shows that might happen to mention her and then tweets to people that, um, that do. If, it, if I was on Drag Race and got voted out first, I'd just start telling everyone that Rihanna DM'd me. And if they yeah. asked for proof, I'd say, oh, I think it's an invasion of her privacy to show it. But she says I was a favourite from the season. She says I should have won. <laughs> and she says that, um, yeah, I'm basically the biggest superstar in the world. But I mean, that's just her words, not mine. Yeah, and, that, and then she's able to shut up and drive, so I just left. <laughs> um, Sam, who do you most want to get a DM from celebrity-wise? Oh! <laughs> Oh, Madonna probably. Good choice, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I would choose Kevin Spacey because I want to feel young again. <laughs> I'd choose Madonna as well. Um, you can't. She's already DMing me. <laughs> she can DM two at once. She's very no. multitasker. Um, and then we get another icon, Bet Midler. We show a clip of her singing for A. Oh, I thought she was going to be on it. I'm really disappointed by that. I thought she was going to be on that. It was a bit of a tease. And also, why has she not been on yet? Like, someone should have made this happen. And she is a fucking, she's a fucking legend. And she obviously, you know, she loves her gays. So why hasn't she at least been a guest judge? Or like, she could have done, a, they could have asked her to do a video here, thinking she was actually going to be on it anyway. I know. Well, Cher yeah. last week said she's going to do Drag Race soon. She says people keep yeah. mentioning it. She's like, I'm going to have to do it one of these days. So that's <laughs> I love, I do love that she said that I'm going to have to do, I'm going to, I'm going to have to do it one of these days. No, that was a terrible accent. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, well, don't, don't, you know, don't force yourself, dear. Jeez. I know, she talks about it like it's laundry, doesn't she? Well, I suppose I'm going to have to get to it. <laughs> Too bad, right? um, But even more of a chore than laundry is... I mean, what was this You've Got to Have Friends performance of the top four? Was that necessary? No, boring. Shit. <laughs> You've Got to Have Friends to get through that performance. I mean, it was weird. It was cringe. I didn't like it. Um, but I did obviously love the tribute to Chi-Chi, which was really... Yeah, that was nice. nice. I wasn't even expecting it, because to be honest, this year's been so long, it feels like Chi-Chi died quite a long time ago, but it was only last summer. And um, we did a tribute ourselves on the podcast, but uh, here we get Bob, Latrice, Thorgy, Kennedy, Eureka, Heidi, Kimchi, and Cynthia, Cynthia Lee Fontaine, whose lips are now bigger yeah. than her fucking cuckoo, all <laughs> tributing Chi-Chi. And um, yeah, it was just really nice to, that they chose this time to remember like one of the most beloved queens from the show it was sweet yeah i mean yeah really it was really nice um it was obviously a proper tribute it was you know yeah it was necessary i thought we don't want to lose any of our queens ever but if it, if it had to be someone i would probably choose utica um no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> utica the undertaker <laughs> it was wwf um and it, and speaking of WWF, it's like a SmackDown because they're doing a lip sync SmackDown sponsored by Bublé Bounce, which I don't know what the fuck that is. Is that when you ride Michael Bublé's dick? <laughs> it's a Bublé Bounce, babe. It's a Bublé Bounce. 
but we get some very exciting news, which turns out not to be exciting. But when RuPaul says it's going to be all Britney in the lip syncs, I was like, yes, who doesn't love Britney? Um, but Sam, yeah. what, if it had been up to you, what Britney songs would you have chosen? Because I think they really did not pick the best lip syncs. Um, well, As the World Ends is one of my favourite Britney songs, so I was living for that. It's a good song, but yeah, no, a I good song it. does not always mean a good lip sync song. Especially in a finale. Um, I think I would have done down and up and down and up and down and up and down because you don't have to remember much of the words. <laughs> yeah. Valentina fucks that one up. She's really screwed. <laughs> so I have a list of songs I'm going to read out that Britney does, which would have been better for this finale than what okay. they chose. Yeah. You drive me crazy, baby. One more time. Oops, I did it again. Redo because the last time it was a double sachet. Lucky, which would have worked well because we just did his own lucky. Uh-huh. Overprotected. I'm not a girl, not yet a woman, which would have been funny because it's like I'm not a girl. Drag, and it's like yeah. a big anthem. Womanizer, which is weird. Womanizer hasn't been done. Circus, yeah. and finally, piece of me. All songs which should have been Britney lip since before <laughs> the three that were chosen. And can I just have a small rank? Because a lot of people are angry about the finale, <clears> and I. Um, the reason I'm most angry is not because of the queens, not because of anything. It's because these songs were poorly chosen because none of the top four are, are trained dancers. The closest mm. is Rosé, but I mean, she's hurt her ankle and she's not like an Alyssa Edwards or a Shangela. If you're going to give people high energy Britney songs, you need like proper dancers. It's mm. like given the top four you have, we would have had a much better finale if you'd given them slower songs, power ballads, yeah, something. drama. Celine Dion, something you could emote because none of them turned it out and it looked like they were all shit, but it just it was just silly to choose songs that are not in their wheelhouse. So I'm glad I got that. Um actually do you know what? I didn't even think of that because I did think all four weren't great, but um yeah, it's to do with the songs, isn't it? You're right, there just there wasn't a lot of emotion in the songs and um because there were no dancers, it just sort of like it just ends up looking a bit flat. So the first lip sync is Candy Muse versus Rose and they're doing work bitch which they did on season 11 already. So I don't know why they, when so many Britney songs haven't been done yet, why they would redo one and not even a great one that Mercedes Iman kind of memorably did. So I didn't like the choice. It's like not got a lot of emotion in it. It's quite generic. I mean, I like, I like the song, but it's just not a great lip sync song. Uh, what did you think of it? I, I really like the song actually, but I like, I, I like the song when I'm watching the video. Otherwise I just think it's, you know, the, the video does make the song a lot better. I just think it's um I think it's a bit of a boring song. You're right, they've done it before already, but you can't again because the words are just Britney. Like so many songs, I mean I know you love her, but so many songs it's like when you see her live, all she all she can really do is it's the songs are made for marching up and down the stage pointing, basically, and flicking your hair around. They aren't really there for um any sort of emotional depth, are they? <laughs> well, apart from every time. And um... Every time's a good every time's a good song. Apparently, Rosé fainted before this lip sync, um, which I don't know if that's a rumour, I don't know if it's true, but I think that maybe a lot of people are saying that explains why she wasn't, um, maybe she looked at her outfit in the mirror and that's why she fainted. But... So she fainted, wait, so she fainted, she had a, so she'd broken her foot and she fainted. Any more excuses, Rosé? <laughs> well, those things might be connected. Cause, um, maybe she was on painkillers for the ankle and maybe like hadn't eaten or maybe the nerves I don't know but maybe that's why she looked bloated as well she's got an opioid addiction I think we can say safely say confirmed she's addicted to heroin I, I don't think <laughs> I mean she is Scottish there is a huge heroin problem yeah they do have a terrible problem but I mean even heroin even a bag of brown does not excuse this outfit I mean what was she did she, why did she and when you 
the outfit wasn't good anyway. And then she took it off as if she was revealing something amazing to this horrible, like, milky, pink, beigey, horrible, velvety, baby yeah. grow thing. It was just foul. Just, just hideous. I don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, I mean, she, like, I, like, I have had my problems with Roseanne. I've said so in the past, but, um, you know, she's a talented, she's, <laughs> I've had a lot of problems with Rosé. Everybody knows it, especially my, um, especially my sponsor. Um, and it's just, Cuba. It's just <laughs> thanks for all the Rosé Cuba. Um, I just, I was, I was disappointed actually. I think she's better than she, than she is, than, than this. Well, people are saying they think she threw the lip sync because she knew she was injured. She knew she could win. So she just kind of phoned it in, which doesn't feel like Rose's personality. She seems more like no. She would never. She would never do that. She would fight. She she, she would hobble around with with no feet at all on on you know on bloody stumps if necessary to get on that stage. So um, I don't think she would ever have done that. And I thought this was the most obvious, like, after the lip sync, it was clear who won. Like, Candy wasn't amazing, but she did dance. She had an okay reveal. She looked kind of cute in the colourful outfit. Mm. I mean, she beat her. I mean, people didn't want Rose, uh, Candy to beat Rosé, but it happened, I think. So we have to deal with it. And, yeah. and so Rosé, who had kind of the best track record going into the finale, even though it felt like she never was going to win, now we have to hope maybe All-Stars for her? I think definitely, well... No, I, what she will do, as I said before, she'll get a good role in something on Broadway and she won't do drag anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but if she does come back to All Stars, she needs to learn to be less stiff, I think, especially around Finale. Or, or you... <laughs> her, her brother, however, he can be as stiff as he likes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the next lip sync is Gottmik versus Simone. I was gutted about this. These are my. These, we talked about this earlier on on this very podcast. We said that that our worst case scenario would be the first round. Simone went against Godmick. I know, and I, Drag Race often manipulates these things and fakes it. So I don't know why they didn't do it in this case. I think I know. I would have. Why would you put the two people we want in the finale in the first round? But I guess it happened before with Sasha and Shay. Um, and, and they get the best song Gimme More I think it's one of Britney's best singles I still don't think it's a great lip sync song no. but we all saw Britney herself lip sync to it at the VMAs that time very iconic train wreck <laughs> um, where, she's got, where she's got those terrible extensions attached to her bald head bless her I know, but um, apparently Gottmik had dance lessons ahead of the finale and I had noticed she was better but I don't know Like this is the closest lip sync for me it's hard to call, who did you mm. think? Well, I just this is that why people are upset about the finale because of because of this. Well, my boyfriend watched this yesterday in the bath, and after this result, he said he's never watching Drag Race again and threw a massive scrub. <laughs> and like the thing is, I wanted Gottmik to go through too, and I kind of think Gottmik slightly was better in the lip sync, but I also think neither of them were that amazing. So it was it was a toss up, really. He watched it in the bath. Yeah, we watch a lot of TV in the bath in our house. Were you, were, were you both in the bath? I wasn't in the bath, no. You just, you just went in to give him his customary toaster in the bath while he was there. No, I just went in for a poo after it. No, joking. <laughs> well, as I said, well, my um, my boyfriend gave it 10 out of 10, the whole, the episode. So I was quite shocked by... What is wrong with David, honestly? That... I know. Open that kind of worm. That's a whole podcast on its own, babes. <laughs> Part 34. What's wrong with David? <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I wanted Gottmik to win, but I mean, Gottmik did the split and then they even did a dramatic pause after she did the split. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which made me think she was going through, so it was a bit of a throw off. 
<clears throat> I think the problem was that she was up against Simone and Simone just fucking smashed it and um she was she was revealing all over the shop in this whole in this whole episode so I mean like it was it was Simone all the way I mean you know how much I loved Got Mick you and I said we wanted her to win but um Simone just killed it today Simone went from MC Hammer to Grace Jones to Sierra in about one minute. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, her reveals were great. She looked amazing. But I don't think Simone was turning it in terms of performance. She was she was kind of just walking around. The thing is, Simone's an amazing lip syncer, but she lip syncs well when it's all about the face and mouth. Mm, but Britney's mm. songs are about movement. And mm. she was clever to have outfits that gave movement or the illusion of movement. But she yeah. wasn't dancing very well. She's not a great dancer. She's not a great performer like... In physically, I don't think so. No. I didn't think she was great, but I don't know. Like it was hard. I see why Simone went through. She did look amazing. Um, and she's just she just she just had that element of sort of fun, and she is um, she is cute. I think um, artistry wise, I think Gottmik is a pure artist. I think you know you, she's got something that nobody else has um, that's beyond drag. I think personally. Yeah, although I get that Gottmik at times seems like she's doing an impression of a drag queen on stage, mm. like with, rather than being in control of the performance. Yeah. But she gave it her all, and I, to be honest, I think Rue should have just put them both through and yeah. give them both a chance in the finale. Because a lot of the reason people were annoyed, and I was annoyed about this, is once Simone won this lip sync, it was very obvious Simone was winning the whole crown. Like They weren't going to give it to Candy. So there was no suspense left at the end, which mm. kind of made it a bit mm. anticlimactic climactic at the end what, what i mean what would they have what would they have done if like simone fucked up and um candy was better in this lot of lip sync they couldn't have given it to candy muse oh they would have said let's film that again please and candy <laughs> and they would have broke candy's ankle like rose <laughs> misery style <laughs> um so we get to see all the other queens finale looks before we get to the end which i think is quite cute uh mm-hmm. were there any particular favorites for you no um, they I can't. They're all just at home, and you know, I just like. I'm just. I'll be glad when this is all over. Frankly, <laughs> not. I don't mean the show. I mean like having to. Like it's like the Oscars are tonight, and like, and I used to love the Oscars, but I just. I can't bother to see another celebrity sat on a couch in a sequin dress. I'm just finding it quite boring now. Yeah, I agree. Most of them did not stand up to the top fours, but I thought I I thought my favorite actually was Utica. Actually, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up there. It was my favorite as well. Utica's was. She, I mean, we know she can do a look. She looked gorgeous in black. Mm. And, yeah. yeah, and and I quite liked Denali's cactus, although I didn't think it was very finale. I don't think she actually would have won that. I think she just mm. popped that on just for the clip. And Lala Rees was a, was a bit rubbish, I have to say. Oh, I like Lala Ree with no hair. I love Lala Ree, but I just think the outfit was a bit crap. And then she won Miss Congeniality, which I thought would be Denali, but I was happy with Lala Oh, no, I knew it was going to be Lala Ree. You thought it would be Denali? No, Denali is not cute and nice enough to be Miss Congeniality. She's really talented and she went out too early, but she's just, she's destined for all stars. But I forgot that, because um, Miss Congeniality used to be voted by the fans, so I was expecting the fan favourite to win, which is Denali. Hmm. Even God forbid Utica, but then because the cast voted, I think that usually means the actual nicest person wins, which makes sense. Oh right, yeah. well, re- well, if Utica, if Utica hadn't like turned into a monster for the roast episode and then had to apologise afterwards, then she might she might have been a shoe in. But um, I like I I don't I don't hate Utica as much as I did after that one because she did apologise. She's apologised more than once, and um, I, I've accepted the apology. Um, I haven't, and I still. <laughs> 
she deserves to die. Um, no, I'm joking. So Jada comes out uh, last year's reigning queen, although still has been stuck in her living room for a year. I know. It's such a shame, isn't it? What are you, like, it's just such a shame that her year of being the queen was basically sat at home doing nothing when she could have been like going out making so much money like appearances da -da -da -da, all over the world and just hasn't been able to at all and it's a shame I know I hope when things open up that they don't forget about the season 12 queens because everyone's uh. talking about the season 13 because they did not get their moment in the spotlight uh. but Jada gets this moment and she looks beautiful I mean she yeah. doesn't top Violet Chachki's season 8 um, crowning look but um, no one will ever top that, and like no one will ever top <laughs> Sasha's season nine reveals. So those things no. are just peaks, aren't they? Yeah. And then we get the final lip sync, which is to your favourite, "Till the World Ends." Such a good song. It is a good song. I just think it's quite a generic song for because usually they'd have like "Edge of Glory," "Survivor," oh, "Wrecking Ball," oh. like something with a bit of power or fighter. Oh yeah, no, this is it's just a, it's a really good song, but it's still it's still a bit of an album track. <laughs> Yeah, um, so Candy's in a white cat suit, again, not flattering. Simone's in like a black coat that turns into a frilly yellow number. So Simone definitely looks better. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think won the lip sync? <laughs> well, it's obvious, really, isn't it? The one, like, I think, I think you know, Candy Muse is a good lip syncer. I mean, there's, you know, you can't, you can't deny that. But um, Simone's just on a, a different level. Again, there's not a lot you can do with the song. Like, even the, even the lyrics aren't. You know, there's nothing funny in the lyrics. There's nothing emotional in the lyrics. It's hard to get emotion into that. Yeah, yeah exactly. And um, I don't know. I, I just it, it was just just a bit lackluster. I thought. I mean, the the best thing about it, obviously, was you know Simone's you know reveals, and you know she managed to get in some facial expressions in there, but that was about it. And she did the party popper wig reveal, which was a yeah. A bit flimsy, really. <laughs> it was like it was like when didn't somebody have that with their stuff come out of their boobs and it didn't work or something? Oh, Miss Cracker had like cocaine coming out of her tits at the All Stars Five finale, and it just <laughs> and it just went, I just went, <laughs> shakily just blew it away, and then just carried on lip syncing. <laughs> came out like a came out like a dry fart. Um, Candy held up a flag, which I presume is for Tasmania. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, in honour of that, for the last time, I'll do my Candy News impression, which is. Translation. Bye, guys. <laughs> Translation. Thanks for having me. Love you. Um, so, I mean, to be honest, I think this is a double sachet. And how much of a gag would it have been at the finale to be like, nope, neither of you winning. We're going to crown Kamara Hall or something. <laughs> no, we're going to go into the bonus episode 17 next week. We're going to restart the season again. Anyone's oh. chance. Um, but at, for a second, my heart did stop. And I thought, can you imagine if they crowned Candy? Because Drag Race is increasingly trying to shock and horrify its audience more and more. And for, for a second, I thought, are they just going to really fuck with us? But of course they didn't. They crowned Simone and... Yeah, they couldn't They couldn't have done. There'd be such... People would... I don't know. There'd be riots. <laughs> Social distance riot. Um, I, yeah. I felt Simone winning was underwhelming, but also she did deserve it. She mm. turned out amazing looks week after week. She's charismatic. She's yeah. a star. I think it just... The issue for me is the same as with Drag Race UK, whereas... Lawrence Cheney was an early front runner and then mm. was overtaken by someone else, which was Bimini. 
Mm. And then they still crowned Lawrence. And yeah. I felt like that about this season. I felt Simone started strongest, but as the season went on, got me and Rose overtook her. And then it's yeah. a bit frustrating to see someone crowned who hadn't been that strong the last few weeks. No, absolutely. I think if we'd have been blessed with three more episodes, I think um, Gottmik would have uh, continued to do better and then won. But, um, you know, Gottmik's, own, Gottmik's like, sort of like on a... What's it called? <laughs> I want to... Trajectory. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was doing the hand movement, but you can't see it. She's on like this upward tra- trajectory, trajectory, but she's not at the peak yet. But... Um, She's just going. She's getting there. Do you know what I mean? Like the the difference from the beginning to this point is astounding. I know, and personally, I just find it impressive when someone improves throughout the season, gets better mm. and better. I think that yeah. deserves a crown more than someone who peaked too soon. But yeah. Simone's still amazing, and as she says, "I told you I'm not to let the smooth pace fool you," which I did not <laughs> like her reusing that. Cause I didn't find it funny the first time. But Simone's our queen, so we have to bow down. She said she was here for the throne, episode one, and she wasn't lying. Well done, Simone. Well done, Simone. And well done to us for getting through. <laughs> well done to us for getting through this very long season. Four months. Four years. And um, we'll be back next week for Drag Race Down Under. Drag Race Down Under. See you here next week, next Monday, because we are going to be pulling those coins apart. <laughs> Let's click it out.